This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 84. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Zeners, welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicky. And this is Larissa. And in this episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast, we're going to be discussing some ideas for simple five ingredient vegetarian recipes. Now, I think this was an ask of us, wasn't it? It was. Do you it, remember who asked? Yes, I wrote it down. Awesome. Um, it was Mary Ida Froler from face on Facebook. Cool. And so thank you, Mary, for thank that. You. Really appreciate that. This is a good topic. I like it. Yes. And we should remind folks that we are always open to ideas. We want to know what your challenges are and, uh, you know, let us do the research. We like doing the research. Helps us become, you know, it helps us with our challenges as well. So we're happy to share with our community. That's right. And then we don't have to sit here staring at each other for an hour or half an hour, just, just like saying random words. That's correct. <laughs> All <laughs> right. right. Now, I know we have a new rating, right? We do. But first, uh, we have a little bit of an update. Last week, the topic suggestion, uh, talking about vegan foods, where to find them online. We I couldn't remember who suggested that. That was a suggestion as well, but I couldn't remember who it was. So I looked it up, and it was Brian Jurgens nice. via okay. Facebook. So thanks, Brian. Thank you. And now we do have a rating. Okay. Okay. So now this is from November. And it is from TB58, who says, Great podcast from women who are everyday folk. They aren't super veg heads, just women like me trying to stay and remain healthy through vegetarianism. Cool. Yes. Love thank it. you. Yep. Yeah. Thank you so much. That is a great description of us everyday folk. Yep. <laughs> All right. And I think we have a Facebook shout out as well. And this is from Rebecca Sharo. Mm -hmm. And she left us a message um, on January the 11th of this year. And she said, I just started listening to your podcast and I love it. I started with the first episode and realized I became a vegetarian in the year as you, the same year as you. And we watched the same documentaries. I look forward to catching up on the old podcast. Thank you for creating it. Oh, you're welcome, Rebecca. And thank you for reaching out to us and, and posting that. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, it's so funny you say that you watch the same documentaries that we did. I, I'm finding that a lot that, you know, people will say, uh, I watched a few documentaries and then I became vegetarian and they're the same ones. They're vegetated and fat, sick and nearly, nearly dead. dead. Yeah. So those are wonderful, wonderful documentaries. If you haven't seen them, you know, check them out. Vegetated, of course, is more graphic, but, you know, it's... It is what, what it is, us. and it's very educational as well. Yes. So you can choose, like Larissa could not watch it. She Well, she couldn't watch the parts with the animals. I made myself watch it. I listened, it. but... Yeah, and I made myself watch it. I think it just depends. Everybody's sensitivity level <clears throat> is a little bit different, mm -hmm. and I knew I had to watch it because I knew that once I saw it that I wasn't going to eat meat again, which is why I'm not tempted to eat meat again because that's all I really see when I... When I see meat. So. Right. Yeah. No, I can't even, um, I can't even abide when the pets get killed in horror movies. You know, I, yeah. I close my eyes and I cover my ears and Vicky has to tell me when it's done. Yeah. That, I hate that. It's always yeah. the pets that get it. I know. It? As soon as Anytime, you see the, an introduction of a pet in a horror movie, it's yeah, like, yeah. that's the first, that's the first 
living being that's going. Yep. <laughs> All right. So um, that's the the DVDs we just mentioned, the documentaries. That's actually a good segue into our next topic, which is our veggiversary. And we decided to pick a date of February 1st because that seemed like the closest to when we became vegetarians. Mm-hmm. So we're going to call February 1st our actual official veggiversary. Right. Now we're going to do we're going to do a couple of giveaways for that, right? We are. Yeah. Now this is our second annual one that last year was the big one. We did kind of a month long thing. We're not going to do a whole month this time. Uh, I think we'll do a kind of run a, an entry contest for about a week, right? Right. Yeah. And we'll have several DVDs and a couple of books maybe and, and um, some other fun things to do. All right. So are we ready to dive into our main topic? We are. Okay. So as Larissa said, this week's topic was suggested by Mary Ida Frailer. Frailer? Frailer? I'm not sure. Uh, Mary, I, Mary, you can uh, you can correct us correct if we're us. wrong. I, I'm going to say I think it's Frailer. Frailer? Okay. Yeah, but we'll see. All right. Um, now, people like recipes that have few ingredients because it makes shopping easier and faster, which is great. And, you know, the simple uh, ingredients, too, like those are so interchangeable in different things. So when you buy something really... when when Recipes get too complicated. Now, don't get me wrong. We like experimenting. Okay, Larissa experiments. <laughs> I like showing the recipes. Uh, Vicky likes saying, "Hey, look, this, this looks, looks good. Looks let's, good. Let's, let's try this. You make this." <laughs> um, but uh, when the ingredients are simple, what's great about that is that you can use them in a lot of different recipes. If you have something too complicated that calls for, I don't know, something, some weird something, kind of yeah. ingredient that's not that you don't normally get that's specific to that ingredient, then it's really hard to, to use it. And then you end up, that's, I hate when you have to call, when something calls for like a tablespoon of something funky you would never use, you know, <laughs> then you're stuck with and this you thing. you have to buy you, like a whole bottle yeah, exactly. or something. Yeah. Um, so it makes shopping easier and faster. And then they're generally fast, faster to prepare and there's less cleanup. So this is great for people that are on the go through, through, through the weekday. And I would venture to say that's most of the folks that at least engage with us actively. Mm-hmm, right, exactly. Um, so with a, with those three things in mind, we've got a few tips before we start talking about some actual like recipe ideas. So the first thing is, and you kind of touched on this a little bit, is to find recipes that use pantry staples for at least one ingredient. So that not not staple your papers together, but no. um, like grains or pasta or beans, something that you keep in, you know, pretty good quantities in your pantry anyway. Right. And then... Also, prep in advance for the week. So like rice, quinoa, roasted, grilled, steamed veggies. Those are good to make some uh, like a bulk. And then you can use those in ingredients throughout the week. So you're not doing that for every meal. So quinoa is a great one that we Mm -hmm. have started using again. We had kind of gotten a little bit away from it. But actually, I prefer that to rice. It it makes me more full. Rice never has made me full. Right. Yeah. And and it's really easy to prepare. It's It's even easier to prepare than rice and faster. And there's so many things you can do with it. Uh, you know, we just started, we found a new recipe or you found a new recipe for uh, sp- Spanish quinoa. So it's kind of like Spanish rice or Mexican rice, but it's with quinoa. And I like it because it it's um, it's really easy to make. It's really easy to eat. And it almost has, if you cook the quinoa right, you get, it's really tender, but there's sometimes a little bit of a crunch, which I kind of like. Yeah, I do too. All right, and then it's easy to add these sautéed and steamed veggies and or tofu and tempeh to fried rice or quinoa to bulk up uh, and make a meal. And that's great for lunches, too. I really like that to take that to lunch. For yes, lunch. exactly. 
Um, so then your, uh, again, your cooked veg- vegetables can also be used in a lot of other things like pasta sauces. We'll talk about that. Uh, chili, sandwiches, uh, quesadillas, tacos, burritos. And, you know, you can, you're sensing a Mexican theme here. Yeah. You know, we do a lot of Mexican food in our house. And when we go out, I mean, we live in South Texas. Come on. Yeah. And yeah. I'm brown. And you're brown. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite food. Yeah. And before anybody, I don't want to get any um, feedback about us talking about brown people. She's the brown person in the house and I'm the white person yeah. and I'm uh, she's very proud of me because I've learned to cook brown food very yes, well <laughs> very well and and I will say having grown up with my uh, several of my grand well a couple of my grandparents from Mexico I mean authentic Mexican food it here in South Texas it tends to be more Tex-Mex mm-hmm. kind of but this is my this is my hometown and uh, the Mexican food good Mexican food not the touristy kind good Mexican food is a little bit rare to find but I mean it's it's awesome when you do get it so right exactly all right so now let's go into talking about some specific types of meals all right so let's start out with pasta okay okay so you know the the basic elements for simple pasta uh recipes or dinners are just your favorite type of pasta and that you know we like we've started using um, brown rice pasta actually i like it i mean i i like it better we've we've used quinoa pasta in the past too and i like that as well but yeah i like it definitely better than wheat pasta yes. i don't care for wheat pasta. no i don't care for wheat pasta either and we try to stay away from the just plain white flour pasta mm-hmm. but what i don't like about the quinoa pasta is it sticks together yeah it really it kind of clumps stickier. together mm-hmm. because of all the starch so right. uh, the brown rice really works well and okay. then uh, after that mm-hmm. you'll need your favorite sauce yep now which one do we use we use there's one brand that we use in particular we use the organicville Okay, yeah, that's um, and a good we one. talked about that in the last episode, talking about uh, vegan foods and where you can find them online. And we do have those in our Amazon store, but you can also find them at Whole, find it at Whole Foods, and uh, maybe Trader Joe's. I don't know; I haven't been. Yeah, and what's great about having this these staples in your house is you can just throw you just add a lot of veggies. You can just throw in fresh veggies. Now, if you've done your pre work and even uh, sauteed some vegetables earlier in the week, you can just throw that in there. I mean, that's really e- that easy. Right. And when I do when I do the pasta sauce, I just chop up um, some zucchini just in like cubes. And then I slice mushrooms. If we have yellow squash, I'll do yellow squash. Um, I add some spinach and just kind of saute all that together with some maybe some fresh oregano or basil or thyme that I have in the, the boxes out in the back. And then just saute all that together and add the sauce and just kind of let it simmer for a little bit. And there's, yeah. that's it. And if you're going just, uh, you know, without any sort of additions outside of that, it's it's fine like that. Or you can also add, we use the corn meatballs. They're no meat mm-hmm. meatballs. And I love those too. Right. Those are pretty good. And corn is the, it's not soy. It's that the mycoprotein. That yeah. we've talked about before. Yeah, and it's spelled Q-U-O-R-N. So because it can kind of sound like we're saying corn, corn. like C-O-R-N. <laughs> it's corn. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, and and we just had we just posted a recipe on our Facebook page that I want to try. It's broccoli, uh, it's like broccoli and I think quinoa, maybe meatballs. And oh yeah, yeah, those look good. They did look good. I want to try that. It almost looks similar, sort of, to our broccoli patties, but you know, in meatball form. 
And so I definitely want to try that. All right. So let's move on to the next, which is rice and quinoa bowls. Right. And now these are kind of these I like we don't we haven't really done a lot of these, but I'd like to start trying to do some different combinations. I think it would be good. And this would be good for the two of us because we have different tastes when it comes to certain things. So we can just cook some things ahead of time and then you just assemble your bowl with whatever you want in it. Yeah, I can tell you now I'd be reaching for the quinoa before I reached for, <laughs> over for the rice because I'm just not a rice fan, I think. Yeah. I, I like rice. Um, I would probably maybe do a mix, maybe like half you know rice and half quinoa. Yeah. But the way that these are generally done is you have some sort of grain, so rice or quinoa or if you use bulgur or, you know whatever it is that you use cooked and then uh some sort of legumes so black beans or black eyed peas or whatever you like if you like kidney beans if you like pintos if you know you can do a mixture whatever you like and then fresh cooked vegetables and i think for this like roasted vegetables would be great or grilled, or even if you have, if you are grilling, you know, yeah. just grill extra vegetables and keep those. Yeah, it'll be grilling time before we know it. I know. So, you know, anything that you like, I mean, winter, summer squash, sweet potatoes, uh, broccoli, cauliflower, anything that you want to put in there. Now, what about dressings? I know that we've used some dressings in the past before. So like, what kind of dressings <laughs> would you say would be good on this? Okay, well, I think it depends on what you're putting in your bowl. So if you have maybe like the Spanish quinoa and some um, vegetables that you've grilled with maybe some uh, taco seasoning or fajita seasoning or something like that and pinto beans, then you would probably you would probably want something like maybe a lime, cumin and cilantro vinaigrette, something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, just a light dressing. You don't want to like drown it and stuff. Um, or maybe if it's an Asian, if you have Asian type ingredients, then like a tamari, ginger, garlic, or something like that. I got to tell you, I'm loving tamari. I know you, you've said in the past that you really like it. And I was like, eh, but we had, uh, what did we have the other day? We had the quinoa, the Thai quinoa? Uh, Thai fried quinoa. Thai fried quinoa, and I added some to that, and it was really good. I like tamari yeah. better than soy sauce. Yeah, I do too. It's it's not it's like uh, it's not as bold. Soy sauce mm -hmm. always seemed like really strong to me. This is like milder soy sauce. Right, exactly. Not to mention, as we've said before, soy sauce is not vegetarian. Yeah, it's got anchovies. It has anchovies. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, what about some other ideas? What of our what about what about like some of our I'm looking at this list here, and I see some of our staples. Our regulars, yeah. Our regulars, yeah. yeah our regular players. Um, so, of course, on the top of that list is pizza. Right. And we've talked about that numerous times, haven't we? Yeah. And so the five ingredients, really, you can buy. We buy the 365 pizza crust. Mm -hmm. That's one. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we get the whole, the whole, the whole grain <laughs> yeah. one. And so you can, so I have jalapenos on my half mm -hmm. and Larissa has, what do we put? We put oh, spinach I, for yeah. sure. I put spinach and mushrooms usually on the whole mm -hmm. thing. And then jalapenos on your half. And sometimes if we have bell pepper, I'll put that on your side or onion, yeah. but I don't do. But you can stack pepper. as many vegetables as mm -hmm. you want on this. Really good stuff. Even yeah. pineapple. I want to try pineapple next time. I've done it for you before. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. And then, you know, if you eat cheese, then whatever, you know, I usually do like mozzarella and parmes Parmesan. But if you don't, then you can use a vegan cheese. Right. And then there's tacos. Tacos. Yeah. Oh, remember the tacos we had with the, um, that Spanish quinoa? We made. Oh, yeah. That was really good. And we got several meals yeah. out of that. Yeah. 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 We got, um, we just did flour tortillas 
and the Spanish quinoa. And then what else did I add? I added some. black beans, I think. Yeah, I added black Mm -hmm. beans and something else. I don't remember. But it was really good. Man, it was good. And of course, I had to put some jalapenos in there. Yeah, you had jalapenos. You had pico de gallo. You had avocado. Oh, you had avocado. Yeah. uh Yeah. No, but man, those things were good. We got to take a picture of that for Instagram, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and then quesadillas, mm-hmm. which are one of my favorites because it's very close to nachos, which nachos are my absolute favorite food on the planet. Right, and I didn't put down on here nachos or the tostadas that we do. Oh, the tostadas, that's a, that's a good one. That's a mm-hmm. bonus one then. It's less than less than five ingredients for sure. You make your own tostadas mm-hmm. off those, um, isn't those, those sprouted corn? Yeah, the sprouted corn yeah. tortillas, the food for life. Yeah, you got to be careful of those because tortillas. those really can have, those can be bad for you. So the sprouted, we get the sprouted corn, which are like, they're they're actually pretty good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're organic, yeah. and um, then I don't fry them in oil. I just spray with a little cooking spray, like olive oil or grapeseed oil, and um, s- sprinkle lime juice and chili powder, and then just put those in the oven, you know, until they get crispy, and then add beans and cheese, and then you know whatever else you want to put on top. But the quesadillas, I like to do with um, some of the roasted vegetables. And I'll just, or grilled vegetables. Yes, and those are very good. And yeah. I, gr- I grill or saute them with some tacos, some of our taco seasoning, which the recipe is on our website. Uh, the recipe is on the website for how to do the, the um, to make the chips too. Yeah, and this is a really good substitute for, and we, I think it was the last episode we talked about where I was very disappointed by those tortilla chips, that fr- my favorite tortilla chips that oh. I looked at the ingredients, the yeah. Julio's. They had MSG and they had a bunch of other additives, which I guess I should have known. But this taco seasoning is really good to mm-hmm. give the uh, tostadas a lot of flavor. Right, exactly. And yeah. it's so easy to make. All right. What about some things from our own recipes online? Well, uh, I've only got one that m- met the criteria right okay. now. And that's the what I've been making quite a bit recently and that's the skillet enchiladas oh that is so good now it's easy right because you don't have to roll them yes you're just cutting the tortillas yes i love these now you know already on our website we've got the uh, spinach enchiladas and the uh, vegetable enchiladas it has the different squashes and things in it but you know those have a little bit more than five ingredients but this one is super simple so i just take those same corn tortillas and uh, i think i take eight of them and just cut them in little squares and then uh, put those in a little bit of olive oil or grapeseed oil and crisp them up. Mm-hmm. And then I add, I take those out, add some zucchini and mushrooms to the skillet with some maybe leeks and maybe some garlic. Season those with the taco seasoning. Um, let those saute. And then all you have to do is add your favorite enchilada sauce and put the chips back in and let it kind of cook for about five minutes. And that's it. Very cool. Super Doesn't simple. Doesn't get easier than that. Nope. And then you just top it with ever, whatever you want. You know, if you use the vegan sour cream or cheese or whatever you want. So I think that does it for our main topic today. Hopefully that helped you with some ideas for those busy weeknights. And um, let us know if you try any of these and how you like them. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and if you have your own. Right. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Tell us what you do, what you do to keep things simple and fast and easy and and, um, um, mess free. All right. I think we're ready to move into the recipe of the week, but you already talked a little bit about it. I right? did. Yep. It was the skillet enchiladas. So we'll have that up on there. Awesome. That, that really is a good one. And it, it, it's a really good leftover as well. 
I have it left over. Yeah. 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 It usually doesn't, it doesn't make a whole lot. So it, we don't usually have a whole lot left over. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what about a quote? Okay. So our quote this week comes from Lao Tzu. And he said, I have just three things to teach. Simplicity, patience, and compassion. These three are your greatest treasures. So we picked that quote because this is about being simple. Exactly. And sometimes a simpler is just better. I don't even want to say sometimes. I think most of the time it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the more complicated you make things, um, the more complicated your life is, right? Right. right. And you always tell me I make things as complicated as humanly possible. So <laughs> I'm trying not to do that. What's the hardest way we can do this? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, when you've been together 13 years, you know, yeah, you can well. get away with a little bit, saying yeah. a little bit of stuff like that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that does it for our episode this week. Uh, please be sure to stop by our show notes where you will find some uh, notes <laughs> and links. And if you want hey, to add to the that. conversation, keep the conversation going, head out there. Or as Larissa said earlier, head out to our Facebook page. Now we have a Facebook page and we also have the Peas and Carrots Society. That is our private group that um, we ask people to request to join and then we make sure that we're kind of letting in nice happy positive people so that we have nice happy positive conversations in there which we have had a lot of nice happy conversations very supportive group mm -hmm. of people cool thing about the private groups is that when you post in there that nobody except the folks inside of that group are seeing it so you're your posts aren't going to your news feed, and so the general population doesn't see that. So if you're having issues, challenges with maybe family support or something, it's all in that support group. Mm -hmm. Yep, we've got 62 members now. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so really thanks awesome. everybody for all the support. Yeah, shout out to all our Peas and Carrot Society members. You rock! All right, I think that does it for this week. Peace right. out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.